Hey, you're listening to Blue Jean Church's podcast. We hope you enjoy this message. To learn more about Blue Jean Church in Selma, Alabama, visit us at www.bluejeanselma.com. Uh, If you'll do me a favor and everybody give our fearless leader a round of applause, he's going to come up and take over. Thanks, Matt. Yeah, before we get going, I just kind of want to explain, you know, with Christmas and New Year's being on Sunday, you know, we, we just talked about it. The leadership team did, and we were like, you know, we don't want to, like, think out on Jesus because it's New Year's Day and all that. Uh, but we really were thinking, how can we do something that's creative and new and maybe get more people to participate? Because uh, New Year's Day, there might not be a lot of people that want to come. And, and so we said, well, let's do something fun. Let's, do, uh, let's pray over Selma and for the new year on that Friday night and have some fellowship and uh, do some fireworks and uh, praise Jesus that night. So maybe it's, you know, I don't know if y'all like that idea or not, but well, it was an effort. It was a, an intentional effort to include people and to start the new year off right by focusing on Jesus and praying uh, over our community and us for the coming year and doing it in a fun way. So anyway, yeah. All right, y'all. Let me pray. Holy Spirit, Jesus taught us in John chapter 14 that one of your functions was to glorify Jesus. That's in your dog bowl. Lord, without, and when I say Lord, I'm talking to you, Holy Spirit, without your revelation and without your manifesting um, revelation and understanding this morning, we could just go through the motions and sing songs and be bored. But Lord, when you reveal Jesus, when you do what you do and glorify Jesus, it wrecks us. I can't soul people into a revelation and an encounter with Jesus this morning, Lord. I can't. It's not in me. I'd love to be able to. I'd love to do it for me, but I can't. It has to be spiritually revealed. The glory and the majesty and the kingship and the lordship of Jesus has to be revealed. And so we call on you this morning, Holy Spirit, to fill this temple. We call on you, Holy Spirit, to glorify Jesus. Glorify Jesus in us, through us and to us. Holy Spirit, we ask right now that you send legions of angels. They're already here. You send more that will worship with us. This morning, heaven and earth will come together and glorify the King of kings and the Lord of lords. There's nobody like Jesus. There's nobody like you, Lord. And we want to worship you this morning. We pray that in, in your name, Jesus. Amen. All right, guys. Well, we had a service planned. We were going to do kind of an end of the year wrap up on what Blue Jean had kind of uh, done in the year and tied in with Jesus and, you know, Christmas and all that. And the Holy Spirit and my 
sweet wife hijacked this service today. Uh, I came home one night and Anne was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, you've got to hear some of these songs by Jeremy Riddle. She said, I've been listening to them, I've been crying. They're, they're just awesome. And I'm like, okay, all right, all right, yeah, thank you, thank you. What's for supper? You know, I'm not catching it. I'm not catching the vision yet. And for days, weeks, months, that's kidding. It seemed like months. Anne kept talking about these songs and she kept talking about worship she kept saying we just need to worship Jesus we just need to worship Jesus not because of what he does not because of him of, of how he helps us but because he's worthy because he's the king of kings and he's the lord of lords we just need to worship him because he's God he's Emmanuel we just need to just worship the Lord. And so I was like, okay, okay, okay. So I watched those videos one night. Ann said, you want to watch them? And I've been kind of like, well, okay, okay, okay. Well, she puts them up. We got a TV that's a smart TV, and you can put, a, put videos up on the, you know, on the TV now. And we started playing them. And <laughs> I got so overwhelmed with an encounter with Jesus, I couldn't talk by worshiping to these songs. And, and I told Ann, I said, you know, I was looking today as I was preparing for this service because my wife doesn't do this. She doesn't like all the time bring this up and do this. This is a once in a blue moon kind of thing. And so when she does that... <laughs> It's like Beth Williams just told me. She's like E.F. Hutton. I listen. And so I know, I knew Ann was getting a download from the Holy Spirit. And so we completely changed before I saw the videos, before I really watched them. We started changing the focus of this morning. And then I watched the videos. And I had already been looking at some of the traditional hymns because I'm thinking it's Christmas. Let's sing some traditional hymns. And if it's about worship, let's find some that are really are, are about worship. And so we watched those videos and I, I can't talk. I'm, I've just got tears running down my face about Jesus and how awesome he is. And then I start reading. I said, listen to these hymns, Ann, that we're going to sing. Listen to the words of them. You know, it's kind of like the, the national anthem or the Pledge of Allegiance or even the Lord's Prayer. Sometimes you say things so much, you, it becomes common. And, and we've sung Christmas songs all these years, and it was just kind of like, Oh, come, all ye faithful. You know, just kind of ho-hum. But as I read the words to the hymns, and I'll tell you, I was reading them, and, and I couldn't talk. I just said, I can't talk. It was like, oh, come let us adore him, Christ the Lord. You know, years, a few months ago, Mel just looked at Mel and it reminded me. He said, you know, I think we've forgotten the fear of the Lord. And, I, and Mel, you know, I told you, I said, I'm going to look into that. And what I found was the fear of the Lord was really all. It wasn't fear like I'm fixing to whoop your tail. It was all. And what these songs, what we're going to worship to in a minute, it's about all. 
It's about the awe of the Lord, not because he heals or he blesses or he even saves. It's just because he's awesome. He's God. He's King of kings and Lord of lords. And he is worthy of our praise. And that's what this morning is all about. That's what it's about. That's it. We were coming back from Chattanooga last night. We blew up there for a couple of days with all of our kids and, and just had a glorious time. Glorious time, Catherine. We were in your stomping grounds. And uh, it was wonderful. But we cut out about 9 o'clock last night to get back for this service. And on the way back, Ann said, you want to listen to something? And I was like, whatever, you know, I'm just kind of in a zone right now, drinking coffee. Uh, and, and so she said, I'm going to put on a, a, a sermon. And she flicks on a sermon by Bill Johnson. And I've been wondering where in the scripture this is about worship. Where can I point us to about worship? And, and Bill Johnson was talking about worship. I said, Ann, this is exactly what you've been talking about. And so I want to read and I want to point out to y'all places in the scripture in the Christmas story where it was all about worship. If you got your Bibles, flip them over to Matthew. I said, oh, David Platt used to say, if you got your Bibles, and I hope you do, open them to Matthew chapter 2. And we're going to read the story of the Magi. Verse 1, chapter 2, Matthew. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the time of King Herod, the Magi, or the wise men, from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where's the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star in the east, and we have come to worship him. Worship. Worship. You think about it. It wasn't just three. It says wise men. There's probably a bunch of them. These are smart dudes. These are people that have traveled forever to come and see the newborn king and to worship him. You keep reading the story, and it says, it says here, when King Herod heard that he was this, he was disturbed, and all Jerusalem with him. He called together all the chief priests and teachers. And he asked them, where is this Christ going to be born? In Bethlehem, they replied. And then in verse 7, Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, You go and make a careful search for the child. As soon as you find, out, find him, report to me so that I may go and worship him too. Now, he was faking it. But the wise men were going to worship. And a newborn baby can't do a darn thing for you. If you've ever been around a baby, you got to do stuff for them. You got to change diapers. You got to feed them. You got to do all that. You got to burp them. You know, they ain't doing a thing for you. They can't even smile back at you. There's nothing this baby was going to give the wise men. Nothing. They weren't looking for anything. They just came to worship. 
They weren't needing anything. They weren't asking for anything. They came to worship him and give him something. To give him worship. It goes on down. It says, after they, and in verse 9, after they heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen in the east went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed to find Jesus. There was joy. There was excitement. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshiped. Then they opened treasures and they presented him gifts. Notice it says treasures. It wasn't just a little gift, a little package. It was treasures. It was valuable. It was worth something. It cost them something. And they presented them with gifts of gold, incense, and myrrh. They came to worship. They came to give him something, not to get anything but to give him worship, to pour their hearts out before him. They bowed down with their faces on the ground. They'd traveled 100 million miles to get there and, and not expecting to get one thing except just worship him. They wanted to give him something. That's the essence of this morning. That's what we're going to do. It's a little, it's a little, I mean, we don't normally do something like this, but we've come this morning to give Jesus our worship, to not get anything from him, to open our hearts to him this morning and come and adore him because he's worthy, because he's Christ the Lord. He's the King of kings and the Lord of lords. He's the first and the last. He's the beginning and the end. He's everything in between. He's God. You know, when you read the scriptures, you'll see that in heaven, this is what's going on. We're going to read in a minute Revelation 1. And when, when it talks about heaven... It's like there's worship going on. When you read the, the Christmas story in Luke, it says, and the angels appeared to the, to the shepherds and they were singing glory to God in the highest and on earth peace and goodwill to men. Glory to God. They're, they're glorifying God. They're worshiping him. This is what heaven does. This is what people that have a revelation of Jesus do. It's who we are. We're worshipers. Not because of what he can do for us. I love that. I'm like, give me some more of that. That's a good thing. I mean, he's, we're very grateful for everything Jesus does for us. For real, for real. We are. I'm not denigrating that at all. I'm just saying this morning, come with an attitude to give him Worship and glory with no expectation of what I'm going to get out of this. You know, sometimes we're like, well, I don't like that song. That didn't do anything for me. 
I didn't like that sermon. You know, church was kind of okay today. That's not what this is about today. It's about us giving him worship. Now, the way this is going to roll, we got two songs from Jeremy Riddle, and they are purely worship. It's just straight-up worship. At one point in the song, Jeremy Riddle starts, I mean, like, at the top of his lungs. He just starts, like, almost screaming, Who is like you, Lord? Who is like you, God? There's nobody like you. I remember reading a book early on in my walk with the Lord where the Holy Spirit told, told the writer of the book, he said, Benny, I've, I've searched the whole world over and I've never found anybody like Jesus. And so we're going to worship to those two songs and I'm going to read the scriptures that go along with those songs. Because what we're going to be doing, we're singing scripture. That's what's happening. These aren't just songs of, that he made up. These are scriptures. And so we're going to read the scripture and then we're going to sing the songs. And after those two are done, we're going to sing some traditional hymns that I pray the Holy Spirit will illuminate those words where they're not just everyday words that we sing all the time, that when we sing, oh, come, let us adore him, we will. We will. And I'll read this, some scriptures, some Christmas scriptures that fit with those songs too. So the scriptures are going to tee up the worship, okay? And so the first scripture is Psalm 63. This is the Psalm of David. Love David. He was a worshiper like none other. He's the one that worshiped God in his whitey tidies in front of everybody. For real. And he said when his wife was saying, I can't believe you did that. So undignified as the king. And he said, you know what? I'll be even more undignified than that because I wasn't worshiping for you. I was worshiping the Lord. And I want to encourage everybody this morning. There's freedom. I want you to grab a flag. I want you to get down. I want you to bow down. I want you to lay down. I want you to shout. I want you to move around. I want you to do anything you want to do. And if you want to sit there like a bump on a log and worship in your heart, that's cool too because that's real worship. As long as you're opening your heart and you're really worshiping, it doesn't matter the outward form of it. What matters is what's going on in here. Psalm 63, oh God, you are my God. Earnestly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My body longs for you in a dry and weary land where there's no water. I have seen you in the sanctuary. I've beheld your power and your glory. Because your love is better than life, my lips will glorify you. I will praise you as long as I live. And in, my, in your name, I will lift up my hands. My soul will be satisfied as with the richest of food. With singing lips, my mouth will praise you. And on my bed, I remember you. I think of you through the watches of the night because you are my help. I sing in the shadow of your wings. My soul clings to you. Your right hand upholds me. In verse 11, but the king will rejoice in God. 
All who swear by God's name will praise him while the mouth of the liars will be silenced. The next scripture, the next scripture for the song we're going to sing is Revelation chapter 1. Verse 4, to the seven churches in the province of Asia and to Blue Jean Church, grace and peace to you from him who is, who was, and who is to come, and from the seven spirits before his throne, and from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler of the king of earth, kings of the earth. To him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by his blood and has made us to be a kingdom and priests to serve his God and Father. To him be glory and power forever and ever. Amen. Look, he's coming with the clouds and every eye will see him, even those who pierced him. And all the peoples of the earth will mourn because of him. So shall it be. Amen. And then this is Jesus speaking. I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. Let's play those two songs and I'll come back up after. Jesus, we worship you this morning. You are the first and the last. You're the beginning and the end. You're Emmanuel. You're the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Jesus, we exalt you this morning. We praise your holy name. There's nobody like you, Jesus. Nobody. There's no one above you. There's no one better. There's no one more faithful. There's no one more kind. There's no one more loving. There's no one above you. We lift your name on high this morning, Jesus. We, we don't seek anything. We want to give you worship this morning. We want to open our hearts to you, God, and we want to pour out worship on you, Jesus. We want to be like the wise men that came looking for nothing, didn't want a single thing from you. They wanted to give you worship. They wanted to be extravagant. They wanted, they inconvenienced themselves. They poured out worship on you. God, we want to do that for you this morning. We worship you, Jesus. You are our King. You are our Lord. You are our Savior. You're our friend. You're our first love. There's nobody like you. Nobody. All right, y'all, we're going to read a couple more scriptures. And then we're going to sing uh, Joy to the World. And then Come All You Faithful. And then Another Holy Night. That's the order. If you've got your Bibles, open them to Isaiah 9, verse 1. This is a prophecy. 
hundreds of years before Jesus was born. Nevertheless, there will be no more gloom for those who were in distress. In the past, he humbled the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali. But in the future, he will honor Galilee of the Gentiles by the way of the sea along the Jordan. And here's the prophecy. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. You have enlarged the nation, increased their joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest, as men rejoice when dividing the plunder. For as in the day of Midian's defeat, you have shattered the yoke that burdens them, the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor, every warrior's boots used in battle and every garment rolled in blood will be destined for burning and will be fuel for the fire. For to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. And the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. And if you would look in Luke chapter 2, Sometimes the scripture just speaks for itself. You don't need to talk about it. It just is. Verse 8, chapter 2, verse 8. Jesus is about was born in Bethlehem, and this is what happened. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flock at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Don't be afraid. I bring to you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of of, uh, David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. And catch this. Suddenly, a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. When the angel had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that's happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. And when they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about the child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds had told them. In verse 20, the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. The response, the response is worship. What's going on in heaven is glory. You got something, Pam? 
What? Come on. So you've got some flags back there for us? Okay. Well, you know what? This, this is outside my box. Um, you know, guys don't use flags. And I'm, I'm self-conscious enough and insecure enough that I don't want to. But this morning, I'm coming back there and I'm going to get one. And it's for Jesus. Let's worship. Jesus, we just, just worship you. Praise you this morning. God, we just, we just love you. We don't even know how to worship you or praise you or tell you in, in, in ways that are, I don't know, sometimes words leave us. Holy Spirit, help us. But know in our hearts, Lord, we, <laughs> we worship you. We adore you. We honor you and bless your name this morning, Jesus. We don't want anything. We want to give you our gifts this morning of real worship. Because you're worthy. Worthy is the lamb that was slain. You're so worthy, Lord. I mean, we just like, who has a God like us that would fix our problem by becoming one of us, by lowering yourself, becoming one of us, to live among us, to show us who you really are, and then to take the fall for us so that we can live forever with you. There's nobody like you, Jesus. There's nobody. There's no one above you. We exalt your name this morning. Well, we give you worship and praise in this place. And this Christmas, Lord, this Christmas, just know that you got a people here that are grateful and that praise you and stand in all of you. We're in all of you. There's nobody like you. Jesus, it's, it's our prayer this morning that what happened here this morning really blessed you. That it rose through the atmosphere into the heavens as an aroma that was pleasing to you. That, that what we just did is feeble and is, you know, blue jean as it is, that it melted your heart. That you would experience love and adoration and glory from us. That we just get a glimpse, a snippet of how awesome you are. And we want you to know that you're it. There's no plan B for us. It's you and you alone. Lord, we burn the ships. And if we haven't, we burn them this morning. There's no going back because you're worthy and you're good and you're kind and you're faithful. You're full of love and mercy.
can't tell you how much we love you and how much we honor you and bless you forever and ever. Forever and ever. And ever and ever and ever. Amen. Um, sweet. Sweet stuff. Um, I want to wrap this up. Shift gears. That was cool. That was cool. Thank y'all for diving in. That was a sweet time this morning. Um, we've got Miss Emma here this morning. I don't know if y'all have noticed. She slipped in. And uh, this will be, Miss Emma, you're leaving Friday. Is that right? No. 31st. It's not this week, but the next. Miss Emma's going to be moving to uh, Connecticut to live with, uh, live up there and be around a lot of her family. She's been living with Grenda, her daughter here. Y'all know Grenda. She's the one that dances so beautifully. Um, but Miss um, Emma came to church this Sunday, and this will be your last Sunday at Blue Jean. Miss Emma, we want you to know how much we love you. And I'm going to come back there and pray for you. But if everybody will turn and reach your hand out to Miss Emma, we want, your, we want you to know that your Blue Jean family here loves you. And we are better because you've been here. And we, we honor you this morning, and we love you. I love you all, too. Lord, we bless Miss Emma. As she goes on her way to uh, Connecticut with different family members, Lord, we want to do like uh, in the Bible when like uh, Jacob and, uh, blessed his sons and you know, gave a blessing. Lord, we want to do that today for Miss Emma. She's been a blessing to us and we love her. And we uh, bless her and let your favor and your spirit go with her, that you would take care of her and uh, give her peace. And uh, everybody said, Amen. Love you, Miss Emma. I love you, sister. Yeah. All right, y'all. I think that wraps up. And. Uh, We'll go to our classes, and um, the Alpha course will meet right around here. We're not going to meet down in the basement. We're going to meet right around here. So come on. Anybody need prayer? Anybody? Okay, hang on just a second. You got something, Ashley? What you got? The Lord laid this on my heart um, okay, a little on bit just ago. Just a second, guys. <laughs> Sorry to keep you waiting, everyone. I know you're ready to you know, go eat and you know, get out of here. Um, but the Lord laid this on my heart just a little bit ago. Jesus, our Savior, came in a manger. Just a little babe was he. He came so humbly and told of God's glory. So why, oh why, can't we? That's it. Come on, that was it. That summed up this morning. Thank you. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope this message has equipped and inspired you to transform people, your community, and the world the love and power of Jesus Christ. Whether you're from Selma or anywhere you're listening from, we'd love to hear from you. Visit us online at www.bluejeanselma.com.